to talk to it or turn it on. And I called your name. And I'm a believer. If I try. Testing. Praise the Lord. Amen. Do I look nervous? That's, that's what... Uh, that's what 25 years of preaching does, amen. You go through all the mistakes, all the mistakes, hallelujah. So you just learn to just get into it, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. This evening, amen, we're going to pray before we start, but I need your imaginations. I need you to really use your imagination. So keep that in mind as we pray tonight. Heavenly Father, in the name of our Lord Jesus, we come before you. Lord, I thank you for this night, dear God. Lord, as we lift up your spirit, I ask you, Father God, that I would decrease and you would increase by the power and authority of your Holy Spirit. Lord, let your voice be heard, your will be done, that I would step down and you would step up. In Jesus' name we pray and everyone said, Amen. So praise the Lord. Like I was saying, I'm going to need your uh, imaginations, Amen. And so to, to make sure we're on the same, on the right track, Amen. I want you to imagine with me, Amen, that you're driving a car. And you're driving this car and you got it and all of a sudden the, the pedal gets stuck and you're going about 80 miles an hour. But you're coming to a cliff. You're coming to this cliff, amen, and you're about to go over this cliff. The windows are rolled up. You can't jump out. The brakes don't work. And the car is stuck and you're, you're going 80 miles an hour. The doors don't open and you're... The cliff is getting closer and closer. You're going 80 miles an hour. You're going faster and faster. What do you do? Anybody, what do you do? Panic. You could try breaking a window. You're getting to that cliff. No brakes don't work. You could pray. You could pray. What else do you do? What's the most important thing you can do? Stop imagining. That would, that would be the, the best way to get out of that situation. So, so your imaginations are important for this message tonight. Amen. The temptation said, amen. The temptations made a song. They said, just my imagination running away with me. So pay attention because I need your imaginations for this message. Hallelujah. The Lord spoke in many parables. He was... Uh, grasping at their imaginations. And he said, uh, the kingdom of God is, is like, a, like a tree. And he, he would tell him, imagine a tree, amen, a mustard seed that would grow into a tree. And, and he would talk about uh, the pearl, amen, that was worth so much money that this man sold everything. And he would use a lot of parables in, in his uh, speaking to the people, amen, that one man would, would leave the 99 sheep and go after the one. And, and different parables that he uses. So, you know, the Lord, amen, I believe he's going to speak with you. And the reason you don't need your Bibles, amen, is because I'm just going to minister this word to you tonight. And so, this message begins with once upon a time. Amen. Once upon a time, there were three trees on a hill in the woods. And these three trees were talking to each other. But trees don't talk. 
That's where your imagination comes in. Amen. You got to imagine that three trees are talking. Amen. So the three trees are talking and they're discussing their hopes and their dreams. And the first tree, tree said to the other two trees, you know, one day when a woodsman comes and they chop me down, I want to become a treasure chest. I want to be carved and made into the most beautiful treasure chest. And I want to hold the greatest treasures of this world that it has to offer. And I could just be decorated and everyone that comes will see my beauty and know that the pearls and the gold and the rubies that, that I contain are the greatest uh, gifts in the world. Then the second tree said, someday when the woodsman comes and chops me down, I want to be one of the greatest, mightiest ships that was ever built. And I want to be able to carry kings and queens across the vast oceans and they'll feel safe on my hull because I'm so sturdy, kind of like the Titanic. Amen? And he said, uh, what about you? They're looking at the third tree. What do you want to become when they chop you down? And the third tree said, I never want to be chopped down. The third tree said, I just want to grow and grow and grow and keep on growing till the tip of my branches scrape across the sky. And I'll be growing so tall that when people see me, they'll look up. And when they look at my, my strength and my height they'll, and look at the heavens, they'll think of God. And he wanted to be as close to God as anyone could be. After a few years, amen, of hoping their dreams would come true, a group of woodsmen came upon the trees. One man went to the first tree and he said, this is a good tree. I have a carpenter friend of mine that makes beautiful treasure boxes. I'll chop this tree down and I'll sell them to this friend of mine. So he began to whack at this tree and chop it down. And so that that first tree is excited. He says, all right, now I'm going to go and I'm going to be made into that beautiful treasure, treasure chest that I wanted to become. As these woodsmen kept walking, the second tree said, I mean, the woodsman went to the second tree and he says, look at, this, look at how big this tree is. Look at how wide and strong it is. This would make a good tree to sell to the shipyards. And I could get some good money for this tree because it's so strong and sturdy. I'm going to take this tree and I'm going to sell it. And the tree got excited. He said, now I'm going to be taken. I'm going to become that mighty ship that I've been dreaming about. All of a sudden, the woodsman walked by the third tree. And the third tree was hoping that he wouldn't notice him. You ever been in class? And the teacher says, I need somebody to answer this question. And as the teacher's looking around at who's going to answer the question, you're hoping that they don't pick you. That's the way this tree felt. The woodsman coming around with his axe, and he's ready to chop down a tree. And the tree starts, you can see the, the branches shaking, the leaves starting to tremble. And the tree is, is hoping, you know, please don't pick me. Or sometimes as you're driving by by a cop, a police officer. And I've been in front of DAs. 
And you're driving, amen, and you hope that the police officer doesn't see you. Because that was that's what happened to me one time. And I'm already saved. And you know, even if you're saved, you still get that that feeling. Come on. You get that that nervousness. I hope he doesn't see me. You got your license, you got your registration, and I was driving down and there was a highway patrol going this way, and I'm going this way, and then I seen him turning. I said, oh man. So I got on the right lane, hoping that he'll just go around me, but all of a sudden I see him coming behind, and he gets on the right lane. And so I'm going in and I'm saying, man, you know, he's probably going to stop me. So when I got to the light, it turned red, and when I stopped, I'm looking behind me, And when I stopped, I went past the line. I didn't want him to see me in the first place. But he was coming back there right behind me. And I noticed, I said, oh, man, I'm in front of that line. So I threw it in reverse and I backed up a little bit. So everything could be right. So I'm looking in the mirror and here he comes and he's right behind me. I'm I'm just waiting for the lights to go on. I'm nervous. I didn't want him to, to even recognize me. So finally, you know, my heart's pounding, and I'm just saying, man, I better do everything right. Ten and two, I'm holding the steering wheel and everything. The light changes, bam! I forgot I had it in reverse. So when I went back, I hit him, and I just looked, I looked in the mirror, and he just looking at me, just, just go. Just go. So I took off. Thank you, Jesus. And I'm kind of like that tree. That tree didn't want nobody to cut him down. But the woodsman, he comes and he looks at the tree and starts touching the tree. And he says, you know, I really don't even need a tree. But I got my axe. And I can use the exercise. Wow. Wow! He starts whacking away at that tree. With every whack, with every with every swing, the tree can feel his dreams of becoming the tallest and the highest and scraping the skies. Whack! He can feel that his dreams are being dissolved. Can you say amen? Have you ever had your dreams shattered? Didn't you have dreams, amen, when you were young? You have dreams, amen, of growing up and just being, you know, something good or something right, and all of a sudden you you ended up with tattoos? You ended up with tattoos and you got into fights and you you got scars on your face and you got all messed up, went to jail. Some of you men also did that too. But your dreams are shattered. It wasn't what you expected, amen. It wasn't something, amen. Something came in your desires, hallelujah. Your desires and your dreams didn't, didn't come to pass the way you, you thought, the way you imagined, amen, that, that you would become. And, and that's what this tree is feeling. My dreams are being shattered. Can you say amen? So when the first tree arrived at the carpenters, amen, He started making a box, but he got preoccupied with other things, so he just put the box to the side. Just let it go. 
And as time went by, a farmer came by and he said, you, you know, he was going to buy some stuff, but he noticed the box and he says, how much do you want for this box? And the tree is thinking, wait a minute. Wait a minute, I'm not complete yet. They haven't made me yet. This guy's still working on me. And he says, you know what, why don't you just take it? You're a good friend of mine, just have the box. And he said, okay, I could use it in my barn to feed the animals. So he takes that box and puts it in the barn. And the box is just staying right there, amen. The second tree was cut down, but it wasn't made into an ocean liner. It was made into a small little boat, small little fishing boat. His dreams, amen, of becoming a, a big old giant Titanic and carrying kings and queens across the oceans were also shattered. Can you say amen? The third tree was cut into two large pieces and just left in the, in the woods, in the forest, just to, just to stay there and die. Some years later went by and the trees forgot about their dreams. You know, when I would be sitting in jail, I would be thinking, here I am again. I've never felt like that. You're in the back of a police car and you're sitting right there and here I go again. How did, how did this happen again? We always say when we're walking out, amen, this is the last time. We tell the judge that. Your Honor, Your Honor, I promise. Your Honor, if you give me this break, this one chance. You know, we, and then we go and do it again. How did this happen? All three of the trees are thinking the same thing. Wow, you know, everything that I expected, everything I was looking forward to, everything I wanted, a treasure chest, an ocean liner. I want to scrape the heavens and my whole dreams are shattered. Can you say amen? Well, years went by and the trees forgot their dreams. Then one day a man and a woman came into a barn. This woman gave birth and there was no way to, nowhere to lay the baby that she had except the little feed box little box that they got from the carpenter's store and filled with hay and she put the the baby inside that little manger. And some men came, some kings, they came with treasures and they laid them and they knelt down in front of that feed box and they put their treasures there. And there was a, it was a star that shone down upon that box. And that, that little box started feeling the value of the treasure that it was containing. And it was feeling the, the presence and the awesomeness of what it was carrying. And the box was thinking to itself, I am, I am holding one of the greatest treasures that any box could ever hold. I am holding the Son of God right here upon this Upon this box. Where kings are coming and bowing down before me. And bringing their treasures. How many know what I'm talking about? A little. A few years later. About 33 years later. Amen. The trees. Amen. That, that became the, the fishing boat. 
some men got onto that fishing boat. And it was made from the second tree. And one, one of the men fell asleep. While he was asleep, a storm came. And waves came. And it got so scary that the men thought they were going to die. So they woke up the man that was asleep. When they woke up this man, he stood upon the edge of the little fishing boat. And he said, be still. And all the winds and the storm and the waves became calm. And that little fishing boat thought to himself, what manner of man is this that I am carrying? I wanted to carry kings and queens upon my hull. I am carrying the king of kings. He speaks to the winds. He speaks to the, he speaks to the waves. He speaks to water. And it answers his commands. This is the greatest king that, that must have ever lived. And he's on my back. Amen. One day, not too much later, amen. They came into the forest, forest and they got the, the last tree. They tied it up with some rope. And that same man that told the winds to obey him. That same man that was born inside of a little, a little box picked up that tree and carried it through the streets. And he carried that tree, amen, that was cut in two pieces and he carried it through the streets. And that tree, amen, was carried, amen. And as he went through the streets, they nailed that man to the tree. And they became one unit. And they lifted up that tree and that tree was able and strong enough to hold that man upon, his, upon him. And that tree's wish was that when people see me, they will look at me and think of God. And every time you and I look at a cross, we think of God. We think of our Lord Jesus Christ on there. Can you say amen? And so the tree, amen, he got his wish. And when people would look at him, he didn't scrape the skies. The, the moral of this story is this. That no matter what dreams you might have, no matter what way you thought they were going to come about, these three, these three trees got exactly what they wanted. They got the, their dreams came true. It just didn't happen the way they wanted. Can you say amen? See, God will give you great, great gifts. God will give you many opportunities, amen. But it's up to God. His ways are not our ways. He says, my thoughts are not your thoughts. For my ways are much higher than your ways. Amen. Now, this is a nice story. But it's just a, an imaginary story. Amen. It's not real. Trees don't talk. So now, when I was thinking of this story, I was looking at it and I said, man, you know, too bad it can't be a real story. I started thinking about my life when I was young. And I started looking at teachers. And I was looking at their job. And I was saying, man, you know, these teachers, all they got to do is come, come into the, the school, get our papers, write an F-U-U. 
a C minus. I never went beyond that. I never got higher than that. And I said, and that's all they do. They don't even have to work. If you're a teacher, I'm sorry. But that was my observation. I said, this would be a good hale. This would be a good job to have. Amen. To just be a teacher and not have to work at all. Just come, amen, and, and tell the kids to shut up. And I thought to myself, that's a, that's a nice dream. That's a nice thing to have, to, to, to want. Amen. Later on in life, amen, after I went from school, amen, I went to drugs, jails, streets, gangs, got involved in all kind of madness. So they gave me a, a PO, probation officer, parole officer. And I would go in there and talk to this guy. And he would, he would get my, my, uh, my booklet, amen, and look at it. He says, have you been looking for a job? Have you been doing this? He says, I want you to go to these classes. I want you to get, get these things done. Then come report to me next month. And I would look at his, I, I, I would look at him and I said, is this all you do? This all you do is just talk to people and, and tell them what to do, you know, where, how to report and pee in a cup, whatever. That's, that's, all you, that's your job? And he says, yeah. He says, pretty good, isn't it? And I said, yeah. That's a good job. I would like to do that. How do I do that? He says, well, you go to college. You know, you, you learn. He says, I, I wish more guys like you would do that. Amen. You know, go, go get jobs and you could become what, I'm, what I am. I said, man, I would love to just work with guys and try to help them out and, and give them direction in their lives. You know, that, that, was, that was a good dream. And then I grew up in the 60s, 70s. Elvis, the Stones, Janis Joplin, Jimi Hendrix. I saw Jimi Hendrix and Janis Joplin on the same at the Shrine Auditorium for a $10 ticket. So I was into hard rock, Sonny and Cher. I remember these Frampton and all these. And I would go to these concerts and, and you would be in the nosebleed section, amen, but you would still, man, the crowds would, would be going crazy, amen, and the stones, amen. I seen uh, Mick Jagger come on one of those hoists, amen, at the Dodger Stadium. The hoist brought him around the crowd, amen, and, and he's singing under my thumb or something. I said, man, that's firme. That's crazy to be getting the crowd wild, amen. And just be jamming. I said, man, that's what I would like to do. You know, I was a dreamer. First, I wanted to be a teacher, then a parole officer, and now I want to be a hard rock singer. My dreams didn't come true. But I've been in my church, and I've had people come up to me. They've only been there for a month, and they say, you know what, Pastor? I've only been here for a month, but I've learned so much about the things of God. I've been to other churches, but man, you know, just being right here, sitting under you, I've learned so much about the things of God and the will of God for my life. I just want to thank you for teaching me the things you taught me. I said, oh, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I've gone into my office where I've had 
MA dropouts come and sit in, across from me and say, you know what, Sasuke, I don't know how to start my life. I don't know how to live my life. I, I've never held an education. I've never had a job. My whole life has been in the pinta. And I said, this is what you do. I just start talking to them. And I find myself taking a, like a parole officer. I'm guiding these people's lives. I'm guiding marriages. I'm bringing people together, to, teaching men how to love their wives. I've never been a hard rock singer. But when I sing, I sing to an audience that loves the Lord. And to me, that's one of the greatest audiences that there is that you can sing to. In other words, I sing to an audience of one, which is the King of Kings. Can you say amen? So in reality, my dreams didn't come. I mean, my dreams came true. They didn't come true the way I expected them to. They didn't, they weren't fulfilled, amen, but I wouldn't trade my dreams for any other dreams that I've ever had. This is the best dreams, amen. This is the, the best life that I can ever have. Can you say amen? And so this evening, amen, I'm going to leave you with the, the moral of the story is your dreams, if you'll put them in the hands of the dream maker, if you put them in the hands of the Lord, and when you don't understand something, if it doesn't make sense, just understand that God does knows. He knows what's on the what's coming out next year. He knows what's going on in your life. He knows why you're in the home. He knows what you're doing here. He has a purpose for your life. A lot of times we think, God, you must have forgotten about me. I, I'm chopped down in in a forest, and nobody's going to remember me. But God remembered. He remembered His dream, and He took them. Amen. There is no greater symbol in the world than the cross. It reminds us of God. In the neighborhood, they put a little cross, amen, on, on their hand. You know, you got yours, Pastor Rich? See, I was afraid of my dad, so I put mine up here. I don't want my dad to see it. But that cross, I even had my, the priest at church, can you bless my cross? And he goes like this. Yeah, let me have it. And I said, well, you know, it's, it's not a chain. It's right here. He just turned around, started laughing. He says, okay, Latin. He blessed my cross. But whatever, whatever your dreams are made out of, whatever they are, amen, understand that God knows, he, he knows the end from the beginning. He is the beginning and the end. He's the Alpha and Omega, amen. He is the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, amen. And he's going to see your dreams come true. And your friends and your family, they're not going to believe it. They're never going to believe, amen. That was one of the songs I was going to sing, amen. That they'll never believe what you're doing, amen. They're never going to take your, your credit or your credibility. But God is accepting you. God is the one that, that has your life in his hands. So God knows exactly where you're at right now, amen. So that's my imaginary message tonight, amen. I hope you Receive something from it. Hallelujah. It's a nice little story about three trees that, you know, they got what they were dreaming about. Not, they just didn't get it the way they dreamt about it. Amen. I'm going to take this time, amen, to just make a quick altar call because maybe your dreams were shattered. Maybe, hallelujah, your dreams have come to a, to a halt, to a stop, to a pause according to your mentality. 
according to your way of thinking. But God's wheels are always turning. God's word is yea and amen. He's going to fulfill your dream, just not according to your will. It's going to be according to his will. Amen. So I'd like every head bowed and every eye closed this, close this evening. Heavenly Father, in the name of our Lord Jesus, as we come before your throne of grace, Lord, I thank you, Father God, for the audience that you brought to this place. I pray, Father God, for that one. They're not enjoying Christmas because there are things that are not right according to their life. According to their plans, they are separated from their kids, their family. But according to your plans, they are together with their family. This is your plan. This is your interruption into their lives. You made a detour, dear God. You made a detour and you changed the things they were doing according to your will. So I pray right now for your spirit of comfort because you are the God of comfort. That you would comfort those that feel this hurt at this season, at this time of joy. Maybe they can't have that joy. Thank you for this church. Thank you for living word right here, Father God, that you that you rescued them, that you went out of your way and you found them and you brought them to this place where two or three gather where your name is lifted up, where your peace and your joy fills your house. Thank you for bringing them here. Maybe there's husbands and wives and their finances are not really there to to make it through this season. But your ways are there, dear God. Your peace is there. It's in that house. I pray, Father God, for that peace. I don't know anybody in this place. I I don't know your lifestyle, I don't know what you're about, but God has been there from your birth. God God is faithful. He's a God of our tomorrows. He says, I am the I am. That means that he's right here, right now. Not the God of I was, but I am the God that I am. Tell him the I am is sending you. And he's here tonight, hallelujah. And he wants to just put his arms around you and, and lift you up and let you know, Miha, you're in the right place. My son, I've never, I, my eyes go to and fro throughout the world. And I've been watching you. And finally, you're at a place of surrender. And maybe you're still trying to figure things out. Just, just stop that. Don't try to figure things out. Because God's ways are not your ways. The Lord says, I know the plans I have for you. He says, my sheep hear my voice. They will not listen to a stranger's voice. They hear my voice. And my sheep will come. And my sheep will will go where I take them. Tonight, you're in this sheffold. And God has a hold of you. I want to take this time to make an invitation for anybody that does not know the Lord Jesus Christ. You're in this room tonight, but you you don't know the God that I'm talking about. You like the music and it sounds good. It makes you feel good, but you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ. You never accepted him for whatever reason. You've never asked him into your heart to become your Lord and Savior. 
the director of your life. You've never surrendered to the king. And this evening, amen, I want to make that opportunity before you leave this place. If that's you and you've never, you've never taken this step, it's a step of holiness. It's a step for the rest of your life in the right direction. If you never accepted the Lord, you want to receive him into your heart, just raise your hand right now. Praise the Lord. God sees that hand. God's been waiting for that hand to go up. He's been waiting, waiting for you to just come and raise that hand. Anybody else, God sees that hand. The power of God and the Spirit of God, that is, that is what is enabling you to go beyond yourself and say, you know what, I surrender. Lift up your hand if you want to just surrender to God tonight. You're in this place once and for all. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. God sees those hands. Four, five, six, seven hands already going up. And you're surrendering. You're, you're completing the steps that you've been taking. This is, a, this is a place, amen. This is a place. This is a reference point in your life. God sees that hand. God bless you, brother. God bless you, sister. God sees those hands. And this may be your first time you ever raised your hand. You might have been in church, but you never raised your hand. You know, God has a timing. He has a timing in it, in his purposes and in his plan. Anybody else, you want to surrender tonight. You're tired of playing games. You don't want to go into 2016 and make it a, just the same year like the last one, like the others. But you want a brand new start this year. We're right at the end. This is going to, it's not going to pass. 2015 is going to pass, but there's a brand new year. Why not just start it brand new with the Lord? Maybe you're here tonight as I change the order of the service. And you're here tonight. And you just came because it's a Thursday night. It's time for church. But maybe you're in this season, amen, and God just wants to comfort you tonight. God just wants to get closer to you. And maybe you, you need to get closer to him. For whatever reason, amen, that those things may going, be going through your mind where you're losing sleep, you're uncomfortable, maybe even depressed. God wants to heal you tonight. God wants to help you tonight. Right now, I'm just going to open up these altars. I'm going to allow the peace and the power of God to move right now. As these altars are open, you raise your hand. Come to these altars. Hallelujah. I want to pray for you before I leave. Hallelujah. I'm going to ask the Christian workers. Hallelujah. You know who you are. You can come and just pray and help me pray.